0: Soul Tending Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Before diving into this week's Soul Tending message, I need to let you know that I am taking a week off to officiate a friend's wedding ceremony. I am so excited about this. This means that there will be no podcast episode as well as newsletter for those of you who uh, receive my weekly newsletter for the week of November 14th to 20th. And for the Patreon members, there will be no yin class on Thursday, November 10th. We will have a makeup and final fall class on December 22nd, and that is just a day after the winter solstice, so it will be a beautiful day to gather. So for those of you who listen to this podcast regularly, the next episode will be released on Sunday, November 20th. We are halfway through the fall season. It's been absolutely gorgeous here where I live on the ancestral land of the Ohlone people, also called the Bay Area and the Silicon Valley. We have had a good amount of rain and we are expecting more and the days have been gloriously dark and auspiciously ominous, especially last Tuesday, the day of the dead. I celebrated that day with a candlelit hot bath. Oh, so yummy. And as I sat in the bathtub and gazed at the candlelight, I felt my body melted and my soul returned to its ancient home in the ocean of consciousness no i did not fall into a deep sleep that would be very dangerous but i was in a deep meditative state i followed the water archetype that is scorpio to the depths of my psyche Water is powerful enough to drown me and force me into psychological transformation. It is soft enough to soothe and cleanse my spirit and it is deep enough to save my soul. In the ocean of consciousness, so much beauty and art is ready to be seen, integrated, and reborn into new forms of expressions through our emotional bodies. And the best way to bring them into the world right now is through the earthy Taurus of daily routines, which is how we practice self-ownership. Taurus is also about land stewardship, the caretaking of the land, and all things that grow from it, including our own body and essential pleasures. With digital technology so intertwined and embedded into everyday life, I feel like sensual indulgence is no longer a luxury. It's a necessity. Much of my day is spent staring into screens for work, for entertainment, for research, for everything really shopping, <laughs> the eyes and the mind are highly activated, but the nose, skin, muscle, joints, ears, lips, and mouth are not receiving enough sensory nutrients. I have to really remind myself of the great feeling after drinking a cup of hot mint tea, after smelling Tulsi essential oil, doing joint exercises, and eating a colorful home-cooked meal, the best and most luxurious things in life are free. Taking care of the plants and bathing my eyes with green aliveness are taurian indulgences that don't require money. However, one has to have a home with some plants as well as leisure time to actually pay attention and care. And a lot of us do not have these basic time and space to enjoy nature's simplicity. Homelessness is a Taurus-Scorpio imbalance of financial sickness, which connects to Taurus, its physical abundance, as well as psychological illness, which connects to Scorpio, that is our emotional depth. Not all homeless people have mental health issues. In fact, most of the homeless people in my neighborhood are friendly and hardworking. I often see them biking by while I walk my dogs along the nature trail, balancing two huge bags of recyclables. The psychological illness, actually reflects the collective condition of emotional disconnect. How can we feel the richness and luxury of simple and free things when we are emotionally unavailable? Of course, we have to keep making more money and extracting more from our own body and the labors of others in order to buy bigger houses, designer clothes and luxury cars to feel something to to feel a tiny bit of luxury even if it's for just 5 minutes sensory indulgence is a necessity And if we cannot experience it in our own nature and the nature around us, we must have more. I am reading a book written by a fellow podcaster and herbalist, Becca Piastrelli, called Root and Ritual, Timeless Ways to Connect to Land, Lineage, Community, and the self. It's a perfect antidote to this eclipse season. Though we are all invited to step as far down into the dark as it is required for us to become aware of our own hidden treasures, we can at the same time feel the solidity of the earth below the coolness of the air against our skin the scents in the air and the warmth in our own heart that are the free luxuries in life as i share with you this week's so tending message I want to offer as well some nuggets of beauty and richness in the ordinaries. This is an astrology forecast for Monday, October 7th to Sunday, November 13th. The theme of this week's soul-tending message is Full Moon and Total Solar Eclipse In Taurus. This week is the apex, or more accurately, the pit of the current Taurus Scorpio eclipse season. The day that the lunar influence peaks is Tuesday, December 8th, which happens to be the election day in the US. This reflects the global effect of the lunar nodes. The US politics affects the world politics. In two weeks' time, life will feel a bit lighter and more hopeful even if the information or the outcome of this week is not satisfactory. The data we gather this week will be crucial for how we need to move forward collectively and individually. The eclipses reveal literal shadow. During last week's solar eclipse in Scorpio, there was a darkening of the sun as the moon crossed in front of it. This week brings us the shadow of the earth on the moon with the total lunar eclipse in Taurus. These lunar events shape our future vision of the world. What we discover in the heart of darkness is the internal compass. When we follow it, we follow our current soul's evolutionary purpose toward the future growth. The question is, have we taken... The journey inward and downward to connect to our intuition? Or have we been blinded by the external gliss of social media and glamour of technologies from TikTok and metaverse to rocket ships? The North Node in Taurus is inviting us to come. Down to earth and nurture our sensuality as well as feed the starving children and people all over the world. However, we cannot do so without the foundation of the South Node in Scorpio, that is the evolutionary journey of our psyche from trauma to trust. The heart of the eclipse darkness this week is an invitation to face our fears and unblock the interpersonal self without the willingness to relate to those who are different and opposite from us. We are like a coin with one face. We cannot know our full potential of our dual nature. With Venus, Mercury and Sun conjoining the south node in Scorpio throughout the Scorpio season, our psyche is beckoned to release the emotional weight of the past and make space for the new cycle of soul growth. A Society of people who are willing to accept emotional vulnerability is very different from a society that armor itself with weaponry and wars. How can we evolve if we refuse meaningful relationships through necessary feedbacks? We need to let go of all the ways that we have been conditioned to suppress, repress, and oppress our own and each other's feelings and sexuality. As we integrate our past, and heal our psychological wounds, we can bloom into healthier humans who root in our core values and delight in earthly pleasures by receiving the Venusian wealth of the North Node in Taurus. Besides the lunar eclipse, Uranus retrograde in Taurus is the biggest energy this week. Uranus opposes Mercury and Sun after having opposed Venus last week on November 5th. As a retrograde planet, Uranus is taking that time in Taurus, the earthy sign of money Possession and material attachment to galvanize their powerful electric force. The opposition to Sun and Mercury allows Uranus, the planet of innovation, to strike and ignite the will of individuals and transform how communication technologies are used, and which green technologies get created. Uranus in Taurus focuses its powerful mind on improving human conditions at the physical and sensual level. Now, let's learn more from the relationships and movements of the planetary allies, how this week's astrology can help us channel our individual's uniqueness and talents to contribute to greater humanity as we live our soul purposes and receive earthly abundance along the way. On Monday, November 7th, Today is the calm before the storm. It's rare that there is no planetary transit and aspect for more than 24 hours. You might take the cue from the celestial friends and carve out some personal space. The moon is in Taurus and the sun is in Scorpio and they are opposing one another. You can prepare for tomorrow's full moon and lunar eclipse by clearing away emotional baggage via releasing as much as possible material debt and physical obligation. Look into your finance and organize your spending and saving. Let go of subscriptions and possessions you don't need, and let your spirit roam free by tuning into the silence and stillness within and all around you. On Mars Day, Tuesday, November 8th, happy full moon and lunar eclipse in Taurus total lunar eclipse in Taurus is at 2.59 am pacific daylight saving time. Full moon in Taurus occurs just a couple minutes after at 3.02 am pacific standard time. These lunar events bring emotional and material shakedown that can threaten your security if your perception of the world is one of separation. Full Moon is when the Sun and Moon are at the exact 180 degree opposition. This is the point of extreme polarization where the two luminaries learn to integrate each other's qualities. Each is no longer the center of their own universe, but an opposing force of balance of the one universe that they both exist. Polarization is the separation consciousness. The more extreme the opposition, the greater separation between any two energies, Your attitude about the world says more about you than the world itself or anyone and anything in it. Interpersonal relationship is how you co-create your life with others. The full face or the opposite aspect expresses both polarization and projection what you don't own in yourself, you project onto others. This is the splitting that creates self and others. You and me, us and them. The current political climate all over the world reflects the extreme polarization of the full phase. Today, is the day of the US midterm election. The split between the political ideologies is at peak polarization. Those who do the most talking and no listening are creating the most harm and feeling the most blocked by the full moon energy. Listening to others allows for feedback to be received and necessary self-adjustment to follow. Without it, there is no relationship or interpersonal self. The self becomes more and more contracted until there is a complete isolation or an implosion via violent means which often harm others. Three core issues that connect to Taurus Scorpio polarity get exposed during this eclipse cycle. They are meant to be healed psychologically and integrated physically at the personal and collective levels. These core issues are One, sexual oppression that blocks sensuality. Two, generational trauma that blocks core values. And three, economic inequality that blocks self-sufficiency. Your soul work at this time is to unblock your sensuality core values, and self-sufficiency. At 8.42 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time, Sun in Scorpio conjunct Mercury in Scorpio reflects the local vote counting in the U.S. This is the day when facts are highly important. But we all know about alternative facts, misinformation, and disinformation that have been propagated online and now widely accepted as truth to be fighting for at the local polling places. Confusion is an extreme beta state of brainwave frequencies that can be alleviated through the alpha frequencies of relaxation and daydreaming. Avoid or minimize news and social media as much as possible today. Instead, focus on regulating your nervous system with sense pleasures, which smell, texture, taste sound and scenery feel nourishing to you right now at 6:40 p.m. pacific standard time mercury in scorpio opposite uranus retrograde in taurus brings new information to you at a rapid speed This is the information you absolutely need to move forward successfully. This aspect reflects the collective trauma that gets triggered by national and global news. Your nervous system needs regulation and others need your patience at this time. Avoid jumping into conclusions and allow all the facts to be presented. The future is expansive. It signifies growth. The past is contractive. It represents necessary death. To grow is to evolve. Uranus in Taurus is the expansive vision that expresses inclusivity, diversity, and sustainability. Mercury in Scorpio is peeling away past traumatic memories that block new vision and innovation. Key people and events show up during your most challenging time that is right now. Internal sourcing of Mercury in Scorpio must be balanced with external sourcing of Uranus in Taurus for the optimization of your interpersonal self and the success of your new vision. What are you ready to let go? And what and who are you calling in right now? On Mercury Day, Wednesday, November ninth. At 12 26 a.m pacific standard time, the Sun who is closely tailing Mercury and Venus in the Scorpio territory makes an opposition to Uranus retrograde in Taurus. This post-election day brings more unexpected and surprising news that can rattle even the most even-keeled among us. The opposition times are like a full moon. Relationship comes into a confrontational state. The polarization causes a projection or an externalization of the internal feeling. With Uranus in the mix, The force of polarity acts as a lightning strike that creates a havoc and needs to be sussed out internally in order for clarity, for a new direction to emerge. Your physical and financial health guide you to a new approach in life at this time. Again, it's all about Taurus, which connects to physical abundance. At 5.37 am Pacific Daylight Saving Time, the moon leaves Taurus and becomes the waning gibbous moon in Gemini. This shift is significant Because Mercury, the ruler of Gemini, makes the square aspect to Saturn in Aquarius, Uranus, the planet of chaos, future and invention, rules Aquarius, there is an increased air element that can overwhelm the mind and the nervous system which are related to the air element. Mercury in Scorpio, square Saturn in Aquarius reflects emotional challenges of difficult and delayed communication. So it's a little bit like Mercury retrograde. Decisions need to be thought over and words cannot be trusted at face value. Those who are mired in alternative facts, and deep state propagandas get even more suspicious of reality. And those who believe that deep state is a false conspiracy theory get even more fearful of the unraveling of democracy. No matter which side you are on, this is the time to open your mind, embrace your fear, and connect to humanity in all of its imperfection. And of course, when we talk about emotional connection, we are talking about, you know, spending less focus on the mind and a little bit more on the psychological well being on our feelings, you are in the midst of a human revolution. And confusion is actually necessary. Here is how to survive the chaos. One, go for the long game. Uh, revolution is just a part of an evolution. So, keep your head down, (laughs) like literally look to the earth for comfort and nourishment, right? Keep up your daily rituals and embodiment practices to regulate your nervous system and cultivate physical longevity. Two, Your friends and community are your comrades, so keep them close to your heart. Three, your enemies are actually your greatest assets. They guide you toward greater purpose. Whatever is annoying you is like a thorn on your side. It kind of Force you to look deeper at what's going on and try to heal that right through the opposite qualities. And lastly, get to the heart of the revolution. What you wish to experience in the world, you must feel it first in your heart and gut, so follow your sensuality into a greener and more pleasurable world. On Jupiter Day, Thursday, November 10th, there is an ease in the air with only two planetary aspects that are both in relaxing trine. Venus in Scorpio, trine Neptune retrograde in Pisces at 4.22 AM Pacific Standard Time is a soothing balm for the hyperactive sympathetic nervous system. However, the tribulation of the eclipse and the traumatic effect of the Uranian revolution aren't over yet moon in gemini trine saturn in aquarius at 6:22 pm pacific standard time reflects the need to watch out for a false sense of security keep your mind awake and your body restful The two aspects support the theta brainwave frequencies of mindfulness meditation. Practice yoga nidra or shamanic dream journey to cultivate deep rest and receive new visions, dreams, and insights. The theta frequencies allow you to move through this dramatic and traumatic time with greater ease of self-trust through divine faith. On Venus Day, Friday, November eleventh, eleven eleventh at twelve or four AM Pacific Standard Time. The Sun in Scorpio follows Mercury who already squared up with Saturn in Aquarius on Wednesday. Sun in Scorpio square Saturn in Aquarius reflects more trials and obstacles to your work and or creative projects. Your ego is put to the test, and it is up to you to block the outside feedback and fail to meet the public needs or listen deeply to what others require of you to work on and serve the collective's needs and this message is like so deeply resonated because i'll be officiating um the wedding today 1111 11, and i just kind of am foreseeing this friction already and i really really have to listen to the energies of the folks who will be gathering with me and with the bride and groom. So it's going to be really interesting. And this is why I love astrology so much because I get to kind of prepare psychologically for the challenges that may come. The more you cultivate interpersonal skills, the easier it is for you and me (laughs) to co-create and build exactly what you need physically and psychically. Your body and psyche require you to eliminate the past physical routines and mental habits that no longer serve your future. Square is a fight. This aspect invites you to stop fighting against human revolution and start fighting for greater social collaboration, which supports your psychological soul evolution. At one oh seven PM Pacific Standard Time, Venus in Scorpio, quincunx, Mars retrograde in Gemini, comes right after Moon in Gemini, quincunx, Mars retrograde in Gemini. These aspects bring a lot of mutable air Gemini, which means it's time to detox your mind and regulate your nervous system. Without the mental purging and the nervous system regulation, you can expect more anxiety, overwhelm, headaches, and mental incoherence that leads to emotional irritations and verbal fights. Venus in Scorpio is the force of balance here. Focus on what your heart values and what strengthens your physical power and sexual regeneration. None of what you need can be found through texting or trolling. Step outside. Breathe deeply and take in the sky, the plants and trees, the animals and the landscape. Drink some spiced tea. This is the season for it. To warm up your heart, make art with fallen autumn leaves and dried flowers. Pleasures await you. On Saturn Day, November 12th, here is an energetic break during this very intense week. Mercury in Scorpio, Trine, Neptune, Retrograde in Pisces at 10.36 a.m. Pacific Standard Time is the only planetary aspect today and it's a beautiful aspect. A wonderful day to center on self-trust and divine faith. Your intuition is the greatest asset throughout the Scorpio and Eclipse seasons. However, too much daydreaming and emotional surrendering can cloud your mind. The moon left Gemini the sign of learning and objective thinking, and entered cancer, the sign of emotional security since yesterday afternoon, take extra care to separate facts from fictions as you release emotional resistance to your present reality and finally on sunday november 13th the waning gibbous moon in cancer makes lovely collaborative aspects with pluto uranus sun neptune mercury and venus throughout the day This reflects the emotional ease that comes after difficult conditions have been met, overcome, and or accepted. If life doesn't feel easier and more fluid this weekend, Take this time to reflect on what you have been resisting and how you might be ignoring a call to explore change and greater meaning of life. All of the supportive sextile and trine aspects that the Moon makes today are initiated by the powerful sextile between Venus in Scorpio and Pluto in Capricorn at 1.41 AM Pacific Standard Time. This is a grand gesture of support, especially for those who have been releasing their past feelings and healing generational wounds and childhood traumas. A sextile aspect brings ease of collaboration through elemental grace. The earthy Venus in watery Scorpio is supported by the grounding Saturn in earthy Capricorn and vice versa. With greater understanding of your psychological condition and deeper compassion for the collective suffering... Due largely to the coronavirus pandemic and the Russian-Ukraine war, you are now ready or more ready than ever for the current social shift that is the evolution of Pluto in Capricorn. No matter how dark, uncertain, and violent things get, politically and economically, you are able to remain rooted in your personal power and core values. Your resilient psyche or your soul resilience allows you to be more strategic in business dealing and finance. Your ambition meets the current societal needs. Your life purpose finds its audience to support your soul growth if you allow the water to mix with earth. By staying true to your soul desire to heal and evolve psychologically, you are aided by the web of human spirit through emotional connection to rebuild the life you want and the society you want to live in. From the depths of Scorpio water, you find the roots of nourishment under the earth of Taurus. for reflecting on the planetary energies tending to your soul and meditating on this week's collective soul journey with me again I am taking next week off and the next podcast episode will be released on Sunday November 20th I hope this lunar eclipse in Taurus, support your emotional healing and bring much beauty and delight to your days. I love you and wish you a beautiful last half of the Scorpio season.